What's up, everybody? This is Edgar Martin from the Q&E Podcast, just bringing you this message that today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. It could be sports, entertainment, or anything else that you feel people might want to listen to. Once again, that's podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O, Podgo. You are now listening to the Q&E Podcast. Is this what you want? Huh? Is this what you want? We're coming here What's up, everybody? It's your boy Q Hicks. Said that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Said that wrong. <laughs> Do I want to start over? Fuck it. We're starting over. You are now listening to the Q&E Podcast. Is this what you want? What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Q&E Podcast. You're here with your boy Q Hicks right now. I got Edgar on the other line. Edgar, tell the people what's good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Q&E Podcast. Today, we are reviewing I Care A Lot. If you haven't seen it yet, it's on Netflix. And this shit is real interesting. I, I really did like it. I know you got a lot to get off your chest about how it ended. <laughs> but overall... <laughs> Overall, I can say we both definitely enjoyed this movie. Oh, most definitely. It was a good film. Edgar been trying to put me on for the past couple of months, ever since it's been coming out. I've been putting it off, but I finally watched it. And he said it was going to be something that I was going to like. So I was like, I was going into the movie pretty hype. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it was a good movie at first. But I'm going to let y'all know when we get into it, the part that really pissed me off. <laughs> and the movie continued to get worse after that part. <laughs> I swear to God, it continued to get worse. We're going to dive into it. It's the fact that I thought you would have liked that part the most. I thought you of all people would have loved the way it was ending. Like the last 10 to 15 minutes of the movie, I thought you would have loved the most. And that ended up being the part you hated the most. <laughs> the person that tries to kill you? Because y'all, they both tried to kill each other and y'all pairing up? No, I don't like that. There's no way you pairing up with the person that just tried to kill you. They literally tried to drown her. They tried to drown her a couple of days ago. She plots this plan. Now she spins it. And now you are about to kill him, about to be his guardian or whatever, about to take over his life. But now y'all pairing? Nah, bro. I'm not with it. I ain't with it, my boy. I ain't with I, it. I felt like it was very different. It was very different from what we usually get. It was definitely, there were definitely no, like, uh, predictable moments, I'll say. There might have been a few as far as, like, when they were trying to kill each other, but the overall scheme of it, I didn't see any predictions. Why can't we get black movies like this? Oh, I agree. I totally agree. Why can't we get black movies like this, bro? This is what we mean by just regular shit, like a good-ass plot, had a, good, a couple of good twists and turns. This is all we want, my nigga. A couple of near-death scenes, you feel what I'm saying? But no trauma or no trauma that we constantly see. R.I.P. to Dante Wright. We literally just seen what happened to him. And um, yeah. police just killing him and shit like that. So definitely R.I.P. to uh, Dante Wright. But none of that was in that movie. And we get so much of that. So when we see nothing of that nature in this film, I feel like if this would have been a black film, this shit would have been perfect, my bro. This is what we mean by just Literally. regular shit. Good, a good plot, obviously, but just yes. some regular shit, bro. Just some regular shit. 
I wholeheartedly agree, but hopefully with Mark Phillips going to HBO and everything with Issa Rae and her HBO deal she got and all the upcoming black producers, directors, and young stars that we have taking over the game right now, hopefully we, we get a lot more of shows and movies like that. I feel like we need the TV and the movie screen at the same time. Mm -hmm. uh, but getting into the plot of this movie, a shady legal guardian lands in hot water when she tries to bilk a woman who has ties to a powerful gangster. That is the plot of this movie. Bilk. Yeah. <laughs> we need to look at the definition of that word. A bilk I, a woman? <laughs> I, I guess it's the same as milk, but would it be? <laughs> basically, basically. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. Uh, but... Rosamund, uh, Rosamund Pike, I believe that's how you pronounce her first name. She is the star of this movie as Maria Grayson. And Maria Grayson is doing fraud. She's basically making a killing in life off of doing fraud as uh, maintaining legal guardianship over old people. And when she gets the legal guardianship of these people, she uses her leverage to sign off everything as their attorney of power. And she gets the rights to everything in their house to their cars, to their trust funds and everything. And she basically sends them to her friend who is a doctor, Dr. Karen in the movie. They She sends them to her so that they just stay in a, a old home for the rest of their lives while they uh, while she takes the advantage of all their money. So I'm like, damn, this is some crazy shit. Because what if this is happening for real? Like, this is a exactly. movie that's it's very interesting, but it definitely comes off as some shit that could happen for real. So in the first five minutes, once you've seen what the plot of the movie kind of was, what was your um what was your uh takeaway from? I love the I love the plot and I loved how it was going because I never heard of this or seen this before. So I'm like, whoa, exactly. like you said, like damn, is this really happening? But I, I, I like the way she was going and she was going about things. Like she was so slick with everything she was doing, and she was really a smooth talker, my nigga. Even though people would get mad at her or whatever, it's just like yeah, I got this in your way, so you gotta you gotta do what I say. So like, I got the police behind me, so you gotta you gotta do what I say. It's like it was always exactly. something with her. Like she always had a reason for what she did. Like you could tell, like she's real experienced in what she's been doing. Like this wasn't her first rodeo. When we see her run up against, um, what's the lady name who she ran up against? Uh, uh, what was her name? Uh, Jennifer Peterson. Yeah, when she runs up against Jennifer Peterson, she just came off real experienced. My boy, like, yeah, I've been through this before. I know what you're going to say, and I, I, got an, I got a reason for it. You know what I'm saying? And I really liked what they had going on at the at the hospital or at the at the local the local what is that shelter? What is that called? Uh, I call it old person home. Old uh, person home. What, yeah. What What is it called though? Like, uh, damn, uh. like you know the joke. <laughs> You you know the joke people say like man I ain't taking care of my daddy I'm gonna put him in a uh whatever uh when he get old damn the name ain't coming to me it's not no, it's, no it's literally called oh my god I can't think of it right now anyway though go ahead with the point yeah yeah but I was just trying to make the point about uh, the restriction the restrictions like she had all the the leverage so even if Miss Peterson had all the power who it don't matter who her son was. She, uh, Grayson had all the leverage, my boy. Like, hey, don't feed her for this week. Like, she could have literally said that. Like, don't feed yeah. her. And they would have did it. Like, that, so the way, like, she had her leverage with that and, like, their relationship with that in the old folks' home, I like that because that's how you push forward in this business. Nobody knows what's going on because they're not going to say anything. The doctor that you have working for you isn't going to say anything. And obviously, everybody in your camp isn't going to say anything. So it's a hush-hush operation. So nobody really knows about it. 
So that's how nobody that's how nobody really knows about it. And that's how no like old folks really got up on game unless you're going through it at that moment. And the crazy part is not only could she tell them what she does not want the clients to eat. She could tell you when you can and can't go outside. She could tell them how much medicine to give you. And uh, for the old people that go into the home, like they take away your cell phone. Like you're not allowed to call anybody without their permission and all that. So you're basically cut off from the rest of the world. That's what I'm at saying. The will, at the will of uh, Maria Grayson. So I just thought that was, that shit was crazy, but she was real smart with how she was doing it all the way up until she gets to Jennifer Peterson because she was doing it to old people who had no family, like who had no family left or maybe one or two family members. That was, that I think that was just her. Outsmart. I think that was just her. She didn't Bruh. have any, she, yeah, it was just, it was just Peterson. They call her what they call her the cherry or some shit like that. Yeah. Remember they had called and her they, that, they and gave it was like, her like that nickname. Yeah. They gave her that, that nickname because she didn't have any family on record. She had all of this money, all of this house, and she was old as hell, and she had, like, medical issues. So they call her, like, the quote-unquote cherry, meaning, like, she was, like, a money, like, she was a gravy train type shit. But the most of the people that she had, like, they had kids. Like, they were going to get a piece of the pie, but the attorney uh, the uh, attorney of power was going to get most of it, though. But I, that's what I was saying, though. Like, she, she picked old people, like, okay, you might have one or two family members that might be able to do something, but she was still able to get the leverage. Oh, on yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, most of the old people she did, like, it's not like they had a bunch of family to take her to court. Because the more family the old person has, like, the more liable you are to not get the job done all the way how you want to. So she picked the right old people to do it with. That's why she had them all over her board. Like, okay, how many relatives does this old person have? Like, how many does this have? Like, well, what's the state of their bank account? Like, once they get to the retirement age here and stuff, I'm like, bro, what? She got this shit down to a science, bro. Like, that exactly. shit was crazy. She was on her shit. But, yeah, uh, and the we, only reason she ended up getting caught up was because they, the dude, the Peterson's son, ends up coming on like a regular scheduled program. Like he always comes every Tuesday or Wednesday or some shit like that to pick her up and mm -hmm. go to lunch. That was the only reason she got caught because on record she didn't have any sons or any relatives or anything like that. But there was a whole bigger, bigger plan going on and you're going to dive into it. Yeah, I was just about to go into that. Uh, we get to the point of where she gets caught up at. She takes Jennifer Peterson out of her home and she tries to swindle her like she does with all these other old people. But we find out that Jennifer Peterson isn't even her real name. Uh, it's written in documents. Jennifer Peterson was actually a, a fake name that she grabbed from the history books, who really was a, a person like way back, like almost 100 years ago. But she used that name as her alias name when she came to the U.S. She's really Roman Lunyov's father, who we find out is the son of her. Shout out to Peter, uh, Peter Dinklage. He's the midget actor for those of y'all. Yeah, Game of Thrones. I know, bro. Yes, sir. Definitely. So a uh, great, great actor, by the way. And he played his role uh, to par. And we find out uh, that is her son. And like you said, they, her and her son have a schedule. They meet like every Tuesday or something like that. She gets picked up in a cab by the same person every single time. And when the rotation is broken, her son is alerted immediately. And that's when shit hits the fan because we see Miss Grayson go into her safe, into her bank account at her bank and everything. And she steals the diamonds. Uh, what was it? Diamonds? I think it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She, she stole the diamonds from the, uh, from the safe. And then we find out that her son, uh, Miss Jennifer's son, 
finds out that the diamonds are stolen and Grayson in a spot. She could give the diamonds back at a re- reasonable fair price, but she notices that, hey, Mr. Lunyuf, like you willing to give me 300K? That must mean that these diamonds worth way more. And that means you have way more to give. So she playing with fire at this point. I'm like, the lawyer had ended up going to see her. The lawyer had ended up going to see her and was like, Hey, I can pay you off. Like we can just cut this right now. I know what you're trying to do. I don't want to blow up your, the operation that you got going on, but we got to get Miss Peterson out of here. We don't want her in that type of environment. But now she was like, no, I'm not gonna give you back your diamonds and I'm gonna keep being the guardian over Miss Peterson. And it was like it was really nothing that she could or the the lawyer could do. He even took her to court, and it was still nothing that the judge could do because it's just like she's the guardian. She has medical issues. She needs to be in a, a old folks home. And it's just like ah, now we got to push it. You know, what I'm saying past what the lawyer wanted to push it past, and obviously we see what happens. And the, the crazy part is, even when they went to court about it, um, like like I just said, uh, Jennifer Peterson, that's not her real name, but they they can't give that information up because then they're going to find out she's related to like this mob gangster and everything. And like, they're going to find out her true identity and stuff. So they, they can't just release the information on who she really is. So I'm like, damn, like, excuse me, her son is really in a like tricky situation. Like, how you going to get your mom out of this shit? Like, because she, um, Miss Grayson, she not taking the money. And I'm like, Hey, you trying to bite off more than you could chew. I would have just took that 300 K and went on about my business, but because once you find out that you're dealing with like some real mob type people, you got some serious balls to just keep fucking with them and keeping their sheets. Facts, facts, facts. But it's funny because just going back to the scene that we were talking about with the um like the actual environment of the old folks home. I don't know if you ever seen the movie um the one that flew over the cuckoo's nest with uh Jack Nicholson and he was like nah. somebody in like a, psych- a psychiatric center and he's surrounded by a lot of like cuckoo cases like crazy people and shit like that and they were feeding people like medicine they kept giving people medicine and shit like that to like dumb them down so they wouldn't realize what was going on around them cuz there was a whole lot of bullshit that was going on around them but they were so subdued by the drugs so it's just like they just ended up succumbing to their environment and they were just like okay like we we're just going to stay here even though they don't really need to be in there they're just there because of other bullshit reasons I got the same type of thing from this. Jack Nicholson in that movie was like this. I got the same type of vibe from Jennifer Peterson. Like she knows what's going on. She's old enough and well enough to know what's going on, but it's nothing that she can do to get out of it. Cause in this situation, right. um, Grayson was her guardian. So she really couldn't get it out. And Grayson had all the power over what she could do. And in Nicholson's case, like the hospital, everything was strict. Everything was like that. There was nothing that he could do. And in the, 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 the one that flew over the cuckoo's nest, they tried to break out as well. They tried to break out one of the one of the um one of the workers at the hospital was going to end up breaking Jack Nicholson out of prison, but he ended up staying uh overnight. He ended up getting drunk because they ended up partying or some crazy shit like that. He ended up staying and then they ended up um overdosing him with drugs and he ended up dying. Damn. But I got the same, I got the same type of vibe from this. Like you as Jennifer Peterson, you know what's going on around. You want to get your phone calls and shit. You know how to get out. Like, you're well enough to be outside of this environment, but you can't get out of it because they got everything on restrict shit and locked down. So I got the same type of vibe with the one that flew over the cuckoo's nest, which is a great movie, which y'all should watch, even though I just spoiled it. But y'all should definitely watch that movie. Facts, facts. And it's Jack Nicholson, so I'm sure it's, it's living up to the... It's going to live up to the hype. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. And we get uh to later in the scene, we find out... um. Maria Grayson, she she has a, a a girlfriend. Her name is Fran, 
and her girlfriend is like basically in the business with her. Like she she's kind of like a she I, f- I forgot what Fran did in the movie. I don't even know what she did. I know she drove her around. She helped her out with what she was doing, but she didn't really like she was like no... her sidekick basically. Like she was like her sidekick. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. She was in the business to a certain extent. Yeah. So she uh we found out that's like her partner with everything and we and they see date. later in the movie. <laughs> huh? I say, and they date, so yeah. Oh well, well yeah, literally her partner, like yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> romantically and business wise. Uh but then later in the movie, uh what happens next? We find out that uh uh what's his name? Uh Roman, he finds out what's going on with his mother and what Maria Grayson is doing to his mother. And he finds the doctor that's doing it, Dr. Karen, and he gets her killed. And then once that happens, Fran is trying to tell Maria, look, like, are you sure, like, we need to do this and stuff? Like, why not just get the money and just go about our day? And Maria, like, we got a chance to, like, really come the fuck up. And I'm like, Maria too money hungry, bro. She way too money hungry. That's what I'm saying, bro. You see what happened with the doctor on TV and you still cool with Stan? Exactly. Oh my goodness, bro. This is why I didn't like what happened. You're going to bring it up uh, about about Fran and and about Maria Grayson, bro. This is exactly why I don't like it. So continue with what you were saying. And we we get to the point where Roman tries to break his mother out of the... uh, the, the old folks home. He, he he tries to send his people in there to get her out. It's a failed attempt, and she gets out. It They succeeded in getting her outside. She got all the way outside, <laughs> and she's trying to run to the van, and she gets stopped by the people. And I'm like, damn. That shit hurt, dog. Like, you see your mama running to you. You opening the Max. door, and then, like, you see her get stopped, and you you can't get out to get her because you can't fuck what you got up on, um, fuck up what you got going on. And I'm yeah. like, damn, bro, this shit crazy. So that that definitely hurt my feelings. That shit definitely hit. And like the people that tried to rescue them, all of them niggas was ended up arrested or dead. So exactly. that was a crazy, that was a crazy ass scene. Like I <laughs> fucked with that. I fucked with that for sure, bro. But get to this Thanks. part I'm talking about. The crazy. Oh, uh, we part. get to, we get to the part now where um Roman is taking shit to the extreme. And when Maria is not home, uh, they get friend. I, I think uh they were about to leave though, bro. Remember they were about to yeah. leave. They was about to leave, and then, oh, what happened? I'm trying to remember it scene by scene. They were about to leave, and... Somebody, uh, oh, Fran had to get the passports, bro. Fran had to go back home and get the passports. That's what it was. I was about to say, it was was a reason one of them was stuck at home. So she had to go back and get the passports, and we find out that uh, Roman finds out where they live or whatever, and he sends people to basically kick Fran ass and leave her for dead. And they set, like, the, the stove up to where the gas was leaking, and it was basically gas leaking in there. So she was going to die from the gas in- inhalation or she was going to die from the explosion, one or the other. And he kidnaps Maria as well. So he has Maria out wherever the hell they- he got her at. And Fran, they're basically in two separate places. They're both about to die. And they're both picking each other's brains. Maria and Roman are both picking each other's brains. And they're trying to figure out why both of them are doing what they're doing. And I'm like... They both kind of the same person in a sense. Like they both money hungry. They both in a business of fucking people over. It's just they they going at each other next at this point. And this is the part where Quincy gets very upset. Uh, they set ah. this. <laughs> they set Maria up to die by putting her in her car, pressing um, uh, what you call it, strapping the gas to where the on um, cars and go motion, and they tie her up, put a seatbelt on, and they drug her to where she can't stop herself from going and she drives off a cliff 
into the ocean in not into the ocean but into like a river or whatever she's about to drown but she comes out of her coma from the medicine just in time quote unquote to save herself and somehow some way makes it back home to save fran who should have been dead like over 30 minutes ago let's die let me dive into this shit and how much bullshit and this is why I, this is when I stopped enjoying the film. Everything up until this point, I was enjoying it. You just heard me speak about the the trying to break the mother out of jet or out of the old folks' home. Like I'm loving this shit. This is the part that got me upset. So Frank, not Frank, but Maria about to drown and shit. So I'm like, cool. Like I think I thought she was gonna get out and eventually save herself. So cool. But I just knew for a fact Fran was gonna die. Like you telling me that she got her ass beat. And they had this gas going on and she still got out in time before the explosion because this is what happened in between then because you remember maria ended up getting out of the ocean she ends up walking to the um the corner store or whatever she ends up being there for like being there for like 30 minutes had to be 30 minutes until the cab comes so you telling me that fran was at their house just chilling there basically because she ain't dying she ain't you're supposed to be dead by then come on bro you dying like in 15 minutes 15, 20 minutes, you're dying from smoke inhalation. So you telling me she got back to the crib in 15, 20 minutes, Batman style, to save Fran <laughs> from the explosion and from the smoke inhalation? The fuck it, out of here, bro. It's the, the fact that when here. they got out, the, the the apartment still didn't blow up to like way after they got that's out the building. Damn, bro. I'm like, that's wow. What I'm that's, saying. that's such a perfect scenario. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And that's when I stopped fucking with the film, bro. If Fran would have died, if Fran would have died, I would have fucked with this do with this film way more. But the fact that she stayed alive, bro, I'm like, nah, I had to cut this shit off. And then we get to the next scene where Fran was like the main person helping her out, trying to flip this shit on uh my boy, the Roman. little short dude. Roman. Yeah, so we so she was the main person helping. I'm like, she's not even supposed to be alive. Like she's <laughs> helping you out. She ain't supposed to be alive, bro. That was the main scene I hated from this film. She was not supposed to be alive, bro. Either either the people that ended up breaking into the house and doing the smoke inhalation, either they don't know what the fuck they're doing, uh y'all, this was terrible, right? She was supposed to be dead though. Either way, she was supposed to be dead because my nigga Maria was gone for over an hour and you're still in the house breathing and shit. <laughs> out of here, bro. The fuck out of here. But then we get to the um around the end of the uh movie within the last 30, 25 minutes or so, we see Fran and Maria, they devise their plan on how they're going to get back at Roman for what they did of almost killing both of them. And they come up with the plan of literally doing to him what Maria does to every old person that she ever got the caregiver title for. They um they slip into his parking garage of where he works, of like his business area or whatever. They get into his vehicle, they drug him, and they drug him. They almost overdose him to the point where he's just completely out cold and in just like a coma-like state. They strip him of all his clothes, they leave him out on a dirt trail, and they take all of his information. So by the time he's found by a stranger on the dirt trail and he's put into the hospital, he wakes up. And guess who is now the legal guardian of Roman Lunyev? Maria, Maria Grayson. Grayson. Ah, this was the most bullshit ever. I'm yes. like, bro, how the fuck? Like, she wins. Like, she wins. I fucked, I then, fucked with that part. I fucked because he ended up being a John Doe because he wasn't on record because obviously exactly. he's not even from the US. So they didn't have his name or fingerprints. They didn't have file. nothing on him. So he had no guardian. So they ended up making Maria the guardian crazy as fuck I'm i did like, fuck with that shit crazy i'm like bro she the goat for this shit 
and we get to the part where uh he comes out of his coma like state and everything and they're talking now in the hospital and maria let him know look the shit could be bad and i could have you just like how i have your mother or we could be partners I know you got millions of dollars overseas and in the mob ties of doing everything you're doing. And I could get, I could get in touch to that money for you. If you just split it with me, we could split the money, be partners, and you could be in the business that I'm in. I could be in the business that you in and we could both eat at the end of the day. And I'm like, bro, I did not see that shit coming. That shit was so hard to me because you ain't got no choice but to agree. You either going to agree to split these M's or you just going to be with your mama in the hospital and I'm going to take control of everything you eat and everything you do. You ain't got this move situation. But I'm talking about from Maria's perspective. From both of their perspective, y'all both tried to kill each other. So that should have been rule number one. Don't partner up. I understand why Roman did it because he had really no other choice. But Maria, why are you why are you accepting? In my opinion, you you won. Leave. You got the money. Did, did she still have She's the money? Hungry. She's money she, hungry, bro. She's money. Too, hungry. That's too much, bro. That's too much. I understand why Roman was like, okay, let's partner up. But Maria, I'm like, you got the money. You're alive. Like nigga, leave, and you can still keep doing your guardian shit. I'm like, like don't even worry about him. You don't even have to worry about him. He's gonna be locked up in the old folks home. And I'm like, are you partner with this nigga? Fuck out of here. Fuck out of I, I, I didn't love like that shit. shit, bro. I love this shit, bro. And then we get to the final moments of the movie. Maria Grayson has, like, her company has grown to almost a worldwide type thing. And she's fine. Her dream is finally coming true of being a worldwide business phenomenon. She's being interviewed on all these shows and everything. And she's just really, she's living the lifestyle that she wants now, 100%. She has her girlfriend with her friend going to be a future wife and everything so the world is picture perfect but one person comes to bite her in the ass at the end of the movie and it's somebody that i did not expect to do this at all in the beginning of the movie we see her in court against the this country like man this this white man that she's going against because he is telling the judge that look she has my mother and she's abusing her like she's mistreating her in the old folks home and blah 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 and she won that court case in the beginning of the movie. And that white man spit on her and said he was going to get her back in the beginning of the movie. And we see that that same white man comes up to her at the end of the movie when she's leaving out of the news station. Yeah. And he shoots her. And Maria Grayson dies. And that is how the movie ends. And I'm like, damn, bro. That shit was crazy. I'm like, you got that's everything karma. you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. That's karma coming full circle. Karma. You got everything yeah. you wanted, but you got everything you deserve too. Yeah, bro. I did fuck with the ending because, oh my God. Because, like I already said, both of them shouldn't have lived past that one scene when old girl was drowning and old girl was smoking, uh, doing the right. smoke inhalation. So the fact that she died at the end, I, I felt a little bit better because I'm like, she had to have died, bro. Something had to happen to both of them niggas. Like, this exactly. was too fairy tale. A fairy tellers, bro. <laughs> Way too fairy tellers for anything, bro. So the fact that she died at the end, I was like, okay, y'all, y'all saved yourselves a little bit with that one. Y'all <laughs> saved yourselves. So I definitely fucked with the ending. I, I knew it wasn't just gonna end all super perfect though, because I'm like, this is just going too well. Like everything going too well for her. I didn't expect for her to die. Now, if Fran would have died, like you said, I would have been like, okay, this shit was perfect. 
but Maria dying, I'm like, damn. Like y'all couldn't have shot friend. Like what a friend. No, like but, but, but that, of, that hits even harder though, bro. That hits even harder with when Maria the one's dead instead of Fran because Fran was really really off to the side, but Maria was the one you know really in these people's faces, lying to them straight up. So I'm like, I'm glad she's the one that got shot. I'm glad they didn't try to move that off to the side and try to shoot Fran because I feel like you're trying you kind of uh sidestepping the real issue like yeah. maria was the real issue of the whole film like don't shoot fran who was a bystander like kill her <laughs> kill her my nigga so i'm glad they did what they did yeah but that's how the movie ended i honestly give it like a nine out of ten like i i loved it i'll give it about a seven bro like i said them two a scenes seven? Kinda- a seven 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 and a half it was too fairy tellers bro it was too fairy tellish for me, bro. Until the end, until she actually died, it's like, okay, cool. But the, like I said, those two parts really killed me. The fact that she partnered up with bro, I'm like, bro, you didn't have to do that. That's stupid as fuck on her part. Even though you're money hungry, I understand that was stupid as fuck in my opinion. And the fact that none of them died, bro, in the in the one scene with the with the drowning and shit. The fact that none of them died right then, I was mad as fuck. So I dropped this all the way down to a seven and a half. I love the first half though. I love the first I got half. I can't believe you. I thought you of all people, I thought you was definitely going to get this movie like an eight or a nine or something. I'm like, damn, bro. You said you that hated shit it. Dropped. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm like, telling damn. you, bro. That, that really affected me, bro. Like, bro, my sister was uh, twisting my head when I was watching the movie. I was just like, do you believe this shit? Like, that, that none of them <laughs> niggas died? Like, she really Batman in this film, basically. So she Batman, I guess. Saving the day, saving friends. <laughs> Man, get the fuck out of here, man. She ain't no damn Batman saving the day. I'm like, yeah, that shit crazy. But I but I did like the film though. And it gave me like a London movie vibe. Like, I don't know if y'all watch yeah. London movies on Netflix or London shows. Like, I watched this one London show on Netflix, like uh, it's called Safe House. I don't know if it's still on there, but Safe House, it got the same type of vibe. Not the same type of um topic, but the same yeah. type of vibe. Like they was like in London, like you got the London vibe from this film as well. I don't know where they, they shot this, but it felt like London. Yeah, I don't know what they shot to do, but I, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fuck with it. I fuck with it. All right, bro. Anything else? Uh, No, nah, make sure y'all check us out for all of our other movie and show reviews. I, I want to say mm-hmm. something about, else about this film. It's funny because black people are known for, like, credit card fraud or just fraud in general. The fact that they did have a black person for this film was kind of crazy. <laughs> and, like, the white woman was the one slipping away for fraud. Like, even though everybody knew she was doing fraud, she was still slipping away with it. But when a black person get caught for doing fraud, oh, y'all, niggas got, y'all niggas caught up for real. Y'all niggas caught up. Even though it usually it's usually two different types of fraud. Credit card fraud and obviously uh, guardianship fraud is different. But still, when we get caught for fraud, we go to jail. When they get caught for fraud, the niggas Shit. get your life. Hey, I'm not even going to lie. That guardianship fraud, that, that that's slick. white people. That's white people yeah, fraud. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, that's facts. We, we're gonna do some credit card shit. We ain't doing all that. Nah, nah, nah we we know we can't get away with that. Now credit card fraud, yeah. Let, let us eat with that. But guardianship, yeah, we 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 not touching that. I'm sorry. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if guardianship fraud is going to go up in the next couple of, of years, bro. If guardianship fraud is really gonna go up after watching this movie, like, oh, we can really do this. Like, this is a thing. Like, I wonder, it's gonna be a couple of niggas out there that's gonna try this, bro. It's gonna try because it, it seems kind of bulletproof, honestly. Like, it, it, does. Of, it seems kind of bulletproof. So I'm like, it's going to be a lot of people that try this, bro, and take advantage. You know, but you have to have a good relationship. You have to have a good relationship yeah. with the old folks home. You know how many um 
you know how many people don't fuck with their parents or their grandparents and just really don't <laughs> care if somebody get legal guardianship for them when they get old as fuck? Like, you can eat off that shit for real because it's a lot of people that don't care about their parents and grandparents. Crazy as fuck. So, yeah, I definitely fuck with this shit. But, yeah, bro, I could definitely see that shit going up in a, in a, in a couple of years, bro. Guardianship fraud? We're going to be like, definitely. damn, I remember when I Caroline <laughs> put me on to that shit. Now we're going to see it everywhere. Crazy as fuck. But yeah, man, definitely check us out with all of the movie and show uh, recaps. Man, we're coming out with a website very, 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 very soon. We're dropping so much more content. So obviously with more content, we have to do different things when it comes to distribution. So we're trying to expand our reach. So we're going coming out with a website soon. So definitely check us out with the website. Sign up. We're going to have an emailing list. Y'all can get emailed the podcast information. What podcast came out this week. So definitely get updated with that. We're coming out with that very soon. We're going to keep y'all updated. But uh, you can hit it with the social media. You can follow us on Twitter at QE Podcast One. You can follow us on Instagram at QANDE Podcast. You can follow and like our Facebook page. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click the notification bell so you can see anytime that we drop new episodes. Our email, QANDE Podcast at gmail.com for any business inquiries, questions, or concerns. Yes, and subscribe to all of our podcast platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Spotify and iHeartRadio. And wherever you listen to podcasts, we are there. So definitely subscribe. Um, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Q and Sign E Podcast. And definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just type in Quincy Hicks and definitely subscribe. We appreciate you guys for listening. And we out. Yeah.